Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water And was fined the great big $50 bill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil Ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea, no tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no to the local color Serving coffee with a crawler Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill They've got an awful lot of coffee An awful lot of coffee Man, they got a gang of coffee In Brazil Welcome, everybody. This is Your Psychic Connection. Hi, I am Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic, your host. And tonight we are going to have a wonderful show. We have uh, Master Astrologer Dave Gunning joining us tonight to talk about the sign of Scorpio. And I gave birth to a Scorpio. So it's it's going to be pretty interesting to see um, what Dave has to share with us tonight. Uh, But, of course, before we get started, um, I just want to share with people... um, Julia, our host, is probably not going to be with us for uh, for a while now. Things have gotten busy in her life, and so we probably won't have our wonderful host, Julia. So we just want to say thanks, thanks, thanks to Julia all this time for being with us. And um, But I think I'm going to bring Dave on. I've got some really interesting things to share with you guys uh, about what happened last week. Let me pull Dave on here real quick. Dave, are you there? I am here, Jorianne. 
Hey, hey. I've, you know, I hey. like to share with people what happened during my week. And um, so do you mind if I share that with you, Dave? Go right ahead. All right. I got to tell you, now, uh, Julia won't be joining us anymore, or at least for a while. And um, last week, however, we were supposed to have you on. So I'm really glad you were able to rearrange things because you always join us on the last Wednesday of the month. And as it was, uh, things got complicated for me. I was out in Lincoln, Nebraska. I always go, uh, normally I go the last week in October out to Lincoln. Oh, my God, we have such a ball. I do. Um, I do I've do. i been doing a radio show with these um, very special people for about the last 15 years out in Lincoln. And uh, we've gone from one format to another. It's been one station to another out there. And... Uh, the last, uh, probably the last six years, um, I've been with Joe and Jenna out in Lincoln. And it's an amazing show. Well, I normally go and I'll do a, a, a seance right before Halloween at the radio station. And um, last year we didn't do the seance at the station, but we normally start out in the morning with the radio show, and then I go to a restaurant to read all the the listeners that come in. And this last two years... We have been doing cemetery walks. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's fantastic. We have such a great time. And uh, we've got so many spirit photographs this last time in the cemetery. Oh, my God, it was amazing. Wow. And, um, Tell me about it. Yeah, have you, have, you, have you done cemetery walks, Dave? You know, uh, I did a walk once with my wife in a cemetery. We were looking for a grave site. Of a, mm-hmm. this was in this was in um, Springfield, Missouri. It was huge oh. cemetery. Yeah, uh, I was looking for. I was at that time. I was really into the life of Wild Bill Hickok, and wow. he had yeah he had been in a gunfight back in the 1860s, and he shot this man, and he was buried in this cemetery. Well. Mm-hmm. It was a huge cemetery, and we didn't know even where to start. And my wife is very, very psychic. And mm-hmm. we we went looking for this gravesite, and I couldn't find it. I was way at the other end, where I, way far away from where I should have been. And mm-hmm. my wife's, like, yelling to me, it's over here, it's over here. And, and I <laughs> went over by her, and there she found the gravesite. I mean, she, she was the one that said, stop the car, pull over, and... She said, it's over there, and sure enough, it was there. How did she find it? I have no idea. She was really guided. Wow. Because this cemetery wow. is the biggest cemetery I've ever seen, an old, old cemetery. And there it was, this gravesite. The gentleman's name was Davis Tut, T-U-T-T. And wow. uh, he was he was killed by Welby Hickok in a showdown. You know how they remember the beginning of the show Gunsmoke? It always mm-hmm. showed two people coming together, and they would draw and shoot. Well, yeah. that took place. That that took place once in the Old West, just one time. And it was mm-hmm. by, between Wild Bill Hickok and Davis Tut. They both uh, walked toward each other. I won't go into all the details what, which led up to it, but they mm-hmm. walked toward each other, and they pulled out their guns and drew, and Davis Tut fired first and went over Wild Bill Hickok's head, and then Wild Bill Hickok was a just a crack shot shot once wow. and got him right through the heart and this guy just spun oh around and collapsed and died I mean, it was wow. a fair fight but it was just one of those things where 
it was to find his gravesite in this huge cemetery was almost miraculous because I don't know how she did it, but she found it. Well, it sounds like he's famous because he was killed by a famous shooter. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you're more famous while you're dead in death, right, yeah. than you are famous yeah. while you're alive. This guy became That's more famous cool. after he died, yeah. No question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to, I want to tell you a couple more things we did out there. I um, And then I want to ask you another question about, you know, Wild Bill Hiccup here, too. Hickok, mm-hmm. not Hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> I got the hiccup. <laughs> anyway... anyway we did the cemetery walk. I did a, a psychic development class out there also, which was amazing. And um, But what was fascinating was that in the middle of the night, and I spent the night at my girlfriend's house out there, in the middle of the night I was woken up by a dead guy. And mm. this dead guy said, will you talk with me? And, you know, you're waking up a little groggy, and I'm like, um, sure. And then I was like, am I? <laughs> Am I thinking this or what's going on? Am I dreaming here? this or is this real? Yeah. 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 That's and I'm spooky. like, okay, I'll talk with you. And then, of course, no communication. I was like, well, you know, now you bum me out. Now I'm getting excited, right? Now you bum me out. Um, I mean, so if you got a dead guy that really wants to have a conversation, let's get on with the get on with the show. Didn't, yeah. Didn't happen. Um, and then um, probably two, probably two nights later, and I've seen a dead guy in my friend's house. She goes, every time you come down here, Jurian, you always spot this dead guy. I don't know what his name is. Oh, my God, Dave, maybe he was trying, finally trying to talk with me. <laughs> yeah. Tell me who he is. Anyway, oh. that didn't happen. But um, what did happen was a couple nights later, one of my girlfriends went down there with me, and we just had a really wonderful time. Um, I thought that my one friend stayed up chatting with my other girlfriend, and uh, I, was just, I was just too tired. I was, I was going to bed. And all of a sudden, my room was filling up with a sense of incense, and it, it smelled like um, lavender. Mm. I don't even know if they make lavender incense, but I could tell it was incense because my nose was burning. I was starting to get a headache, and I was going like, oh, my God. And I was really too tired to kind of get up there and ask them, you know, would you mind, you know, dousing that out because it, it was filling up the whole room and stuff. And um, so I waited for the next morning, and I said to my girlfriend, I said, were you, I mean, I always say it in a questioning, you know, kind of polite, were you burning incense last night? Because I was going to tell her I'm really allergic to it, and I get bad headaches and, you know, trouble with it. And she goes, no. And I was like, what? Really? And she goes, I wasn't burning any incense. So Mm. I went to, to my other girlfriend, who was across the hallway from me, on the other end of the house, and I, I asked her, I said, were you burning some incense last night? She goes, positively not. She goes, I didn't bring any with. Wow. How do you like that? I mean, the whole... That is very spooky. Very, very spooky. You know... Um... Well, it is because it was impacting me physically. I was I was getting... Yeah. Uh, my nose was burning. I was getting physically ill. Um, starting yeah. to get a headache because of the incense. Yeah. And no one had an incense on. That was kind of weird. You know, Jorianne, this time of year is one of my favorite times during the season mm-hmm. during the whole year uh, I don't know if you knew this, I'm sure you do uh, around the time of Halloween and All Saints Day, which is the day after, in mm-hmm. uh, metaphysical witchcraft, witchcraft lore the veil between life and death is at its thinnest it's very, very, very very thin veil between life and death 
And that's why you have all these talk about ghosts and spirits and, you know, entities trying to come through to the earth plane. Now, whether they Mm -hmm. could be... They could be mischievous or they could be, you know, very good souls trying to communicate with somebody here. But this is the, you know, Scorpio is one of the most psychically sensitive signs we have, maybe the most psychically sensitive. And this is the time to really do the kind of work that you're doing, you know, contacting uh, relatives or friends or family for yourself or for other people. On the other mm-hmm. side, because that veil is so, so thin, and people break through much more easily during this time of year than they do at other times. Wow. Yeah. Now, that that part I am aware of, and I tell people that all the time, but what I did not know was that I did not know, and I'm going to backtrack this, because if, if you remember, I said one of my children are Scorpios, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you what... You told me. So now that you said that Scorpios are one of the most psychically sensitive, one of my daughters is a Scorpio. And mm-hmm. you were very clear with me one day during a reading. And I just want to let people know, I've been, for all of you new listeners, I've been having uh, astrology charts done with Dave, um, Dave Gunning, who's a master astrologer. Jesus, Dave, I think it's been 20, 25 years you and I have known each other. And, um, yeah, at least. Great friends. We took hypnosis classes together. I, I started doing some training, some learning with an astrologer, but... You know, the psychic readings really grab my heart. So, of course, I this is my love, and that's, that's your passion. And um, But you told me during one of the readings, you know, yes, I'm a very good psychic. I'm very psychic, and, you know, it shows in my, um, in my chart. But you said about my daughter, uh, her name is Melanie. You said that she is, it came naturally to her. You said that she has Nostradamus-type abilities, and that's what you saw in her chart. I don't know if mm-hmm. you remember that or not, but that's what you told me. Right. And she can actually, when she says things, I listen. You know, when when they say, what is it, when P.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. Right. And um, she told me one day, I had come home to get messages off of my answering machine because I did not know how to tre- retrieve them from outside of the house. <laughs> so I actually came home you know, from work, and I got my messages off the phone, and then, of course, I went out again. She said to me, Mom, she goes, be careful. She goes, I see you uh, falling down, uh, falling down, let me see, uh, slipping on the ice. You know, be very careful. Well, as I walked out the door, literally from that conversation, I walked on my steps, which I had no problem walking up them. What's going on here? I slipped all the way down the stairs on my back on the ice. Oh, ouch. Wow. And I walked back in and I said to her, I said, <coughs> could you have told me that it was, <coughs> excuse me, that it was going to be like right now. <coughs> excuse me. I was so shocked by the yeah. fact that she was, you know, right in, you know, so accurate. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you another time she said to me, well, I was going to Florida with my grandchildren. And I picked up a box of crayons in front of her. I said, we got to, she goes, I wouldn't take those if I were you. And I said, no, no, I'm going to take them. The kids are going to need to do something in the car. She goes, mom, she goes, I see, I see, I don't know, I see them melting, causing damage to your car. And I said, well, based on that, (coughs) excuse me, based on that, I'm going to be especially careful. So 
of course, I'm thinking I'm going to be very careful. I'm going to wash these crayons with the kids. We're going to Florida, so you know what that means, hot, hot, hot weather. Mm-hmm. The sun is you mm-hmm. know, boiling down on us. And yeah. so I went, and I was going into the restaurant uh, for something, and I said to my other daughter, I said, let's get those crayons, pick them up. I said, give them to me. We've got to put them in this box so nothing happens. And I ran in. You know, my daughter stayed in the car with the kids, my other daughter. And when I came back out, I saw this really strange purple puddle on my back dashboard. And I was looking, I was going like, well, what's that? And as I got closer, it was a crayon that had completely melted into a puddle of wow. purple something on my brand new car. <laughs> oh, no. I was going like, oh, no. So even though that saying is to be forewarned is to be forearmed, I use it all the time. I knew something was going to come. I knew it was going to happen, but I thought I'd be able to, you know, mm. get to it and, and alter it. But that was still meant to happen, and she saw it. And uh, no matter what I did, I was being careful. I guess one of the kids had left a crayon on the floor, and they picked it up, threw it on the back dashboard, and that was it. So she was able to pick up. She's able to pick up events in the future. Uh, yeah, whenever that good. comes about. Okay. Yeah, she's. Uh, good. I didn't know she, the extent uh, of her abilities, but that's 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 amazing. She she's had some really interesting experiences, and I will tell you, um, many of my family members are very psychic, uh, as you know, and some of them choose not to exercise that right now because. You know, just like a lot of other people have these experiences, and it's very scary for some people. It mm-hmm. was for me a long time ago. I don't know what it was like for you, Dave, uh, coming into the psychic field. And and to me, I really believe that as an astrologer, you are really wonderful. You have to have some psychic abilities. You are in tune with your people. When you're doing yep. your astrology readings, you also pick up other things, and you know that that come to you. Uh, when yeah, I've always reading. maintained. I've always maintained that the the best astrology readers are the ones that are primarily have very strong psychic or intuitive abilities because astrology is a lot of knowledge and uh, learning, but you still have to kind of read the person rather than, you know, if you're doing a chart, you don't want to fit, try to fit the person to the chart. You want to eventually learn to fit the chart to the the chart to the person because the person is so much more in depth than the chart itself. So you really have to be intuitive and psychic to be a good reader in this field. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to go to some callers pretty soon, but would you go ahead and brief us on uh, Scorpios? What do they do? Any famous mm-hmm. Scorpios? But if you're a Scorpio, like I, my daughter, I think she's amazing. I've got three wonderful daughters. Um, my Scorpio daughter... I've heard different things. I know they say if you get them angry, do not back them in the corner because their little Scorpio tail will come out and get you. Right. Um, yeah, Scorpios are very daughter, intense. She's, yeah, she's, well, she's very, she's, I don't know, we'd have to look at her chart again, but she's a very gentle, very sweet, loving, nurturing woman. And uh, mm-hmm. she's a great mother. So I don't know how that fits into her, car, her chart, but she's really amazing. What a normal astrologer, uh, um, I'm sorry, Scorpios, um, how do they come across, Dave? Well, Scorpios are the most intense emotional signs. Don't forget, they're a water sign, okay. Pisces and Cancers. They're 
Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpios are all water signs, and they all harmonize and get along with one another. But of the three, Scorpio is the most deep. It's the most intense. It's the most passionate, uh, especially on the emotional level. Uh, everything is either black or white with a lot of Scorpios. It's you know, it's one extreme or the other extreme. They have to learn. One of the lessons for them is to learn to be to see the grays in between the blacks and whites because life isn't just one extreme to the other extreme. There's a lot of shades of gray in between, which they have to be more aware of. The other thing is, too, um, they have to be more forgiving. They can be very intense. They're easily hurt. They're very, very sensitive. And if they do get hurt, a lot of times they don't forget, and they just uh, they hold a grudge for a long, long time. They may remember something that happened 10 years ago with someone else, and they, they haven't forgotten it. And so they they have good memories in that regard. They make wonderful researchers. They're they're very analytical in the sense of they they go deep into things and they probe and they keep asking the question why and they keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And they make good researchers, um, good psychics. They uh, but you don't want to cross them either because they like I say they can bring out the stinger as you mentioned. And sting, sting other people, but they can. But the main—it seems like the main victim of their stings is themselves. They—they're very hard on themselves, mm-hmm. and they have to be learn. They have to learn to be less judgmental of themselves, especially, but other people as well. But so they make the loyalist of friends, but the worst of enemies as well. So they're very extreme sign, but a very. Wonderful sign. They can do just about anything they put their mind to. They, they're a fixed sign, like mm-hmm. uh, Aquarius and Leo and Taurus are all fixed signs. Fixed signs are very stubborn, very fixed and entrenched in their ways. And um, and uh, unfortunately, Scorpio sometimes get entrenched in their emotions. And so they have to. They they they're good. Make great lovers because they're passionate. But they also have to learn to be less um, angry and less judgmental and more forgiving. All right. Well, you know what? I invited a lot of people um, out in our listening audience to join us tonight uh, to see if they have a question for you, if if we have any Scorpios. Now, this is a live call-in show, everybody. And um, you can reach us at area code 347-633-9404. Again, that call-in line is... Three four seven six three three nine four zero four. And Dave, I am gonna. Now we're gonna ask people not to try to contact you right now, but I always like to get your number in or get your website in. How can people mm-hmm. contact you to get an amazing astrology chart done from you? Okay, they can contact me in either one of two ways. They can reach me through my uh, email, which is astro a s t r o gunning g u n n i n g one word astro gunning at sbcglobal.net. Or they can contact me through my website, which is www.planetaryvibrations, one word, planetaryvibrations.com. So either one of those two ways they can reach me. All right, beautiful. All right. So then uh, well, let's take a caller and see who we have here. 
and uh, see if we can get this person uh, give this person a hand. Okay. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, who's calling? Oh, hi, this is Sue. Hey, Sue, how are you? Well, I'm well, thanks. How are you so far? Good, good. Yeah, thanks for uh, listening and calling into the show. And did you have a question for Dave, or did you want to find out about um, the sign of Scorpio tonight, or do you have somebody that is a Scorpio in your life? Um, Yeah, and I had actually dialed in before I realized what the topic was, so I have a lot of questions, but I do have um, a sister who's a Scorpio and a father who's a Scorpio. Um, So I was taking a lot of notes. You've kind of described them really well. Um, So uh, so we can do one question for the show tonight, okay, because we've got a a list of callers that would like to get a question answered as well. So what question would you like to ask? All right, so it needs to be about Scorpio? Oh, it can be about Scorpio. It can be about anything, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to ask, and I'm going to ask about me. I've got um, a lot of things coming up, and I, it's kind of like I don't know which direction to go. Um, I'm thinking about moving, either mm-hmm. locally or far away. I'm thinking about changing jobs. got all of this stuff going on, and I, I'm getting no direct answers. I just don't know which way to turn. What sign are you, Sue? Um, I'm a Taurus. Okay. And, and what, um, what's your birthday? May 15th. May 15th? Right. Okay. Well, right now it's difficult because you have, see, Saturn is still in Scorpio, and it's at around 24 degrees of Scorpio, and it's opposing your sun sign. So I that's the reason why it's, I, I would say the universe is kind of holding you back right now, and it's, and it's, you know, you you have this indecision. It's not a good time at at this time to make those changes. I I I see what you're saying, and I agree that if you want to make those changes in the future, like a move or change job, that's good. But I wouldn't do it at this time. So now Saturn is going to move out of Scorpio and into Sagittarius on Christmas Eve, and it's going to go into Sagittarius through January and February. Those would probably be the times for you to uh, make a change. Now, you do have Jupiter squaring your sun right now, so your confidence levels are up. But still, I would I, I always tell clients, never make a, a change during a, a difficult Saturn cycle, which you're under. But this is going to pass. It's not going to be there forever. So in a few months, I would say is the time to make a move, probably sometime in early 2015. Okay. And you know what, Sue? I wanna I want to agree with Dave here because um, I, as soon as you said you were thinking about moving, making those changes, I thought immediately, don't do it. It's not time. Um, so I, I positively, I want to tell you, thank you for calling into the show tonight, and please, please feel comfortable with giving us a call back if if you want a, um, a full astrology chart from Dave. Dave, again, what's that number or the um, the website yes, that you uh, can reach you at? Yeah, it's uh, is my website. Or they can even email me at astrogunning at sbcglobal.net. Okay. And then also, if you would like a, a more in-depth reading with me, of course, just give me a call at 219-940-9292 or check out my website at coffeepsychic.com. All right, let's see who we have on next. 
All right, caller, hello. Hello. Hi. Yes, who is this? Hey, this is Esther. How are you? Hey, Esther, we're great. How are you tonight? I am really good. Uh, I do have a question, but I want to tell you, Dave, that he is so right on. Uh, on uh, Right before the uh, holiday, which was Halloween, my little uh, five-year-old grandson said to us, hey, there goes uncle. And the spirit walked, I think it was a spirit that walked right past us, and we, it was like three, four in the morning, we were all up. And I was wondering, if, he's a Scorpio, his birthday was just a second. So did you, do you think that he did see a spirit? I mean, he was plain as a day. Well, I'll let, I'll let Jorianne answer that one. That's right up her alley. Yeah, it it now this is your son, Esther? My grandson. Your grandson. Yes, ma'am. It feels not only he feels very psychic. He feels like he really yes. should be seeing the dead. He feels like a real sweetheart and uh I believe his world is going to be in the spiritual world. Like his life is going to be that to do with spirituality. He almost feels like if he's not, I, he might become a minister, Esther, in this lifetime, or a spiritual leader or counselor of some some sort. Mm-hmm. And I believe he might have been like a um, a minister in a past life. Honestly, when I look at him, he just feels very spiritual, very connected to God and angels and things like that. Thank you, Jorianne. Uh My question is: I applied for a job at an eye place. They said they like me, they love me. They don't know why Malik hasn't gotten back to me yet. When uh-huh. do you think that I get the call? What What is your Bye. birthday? Oh, January 27th. Okay, so you're an Aquarius. Um, yes. Which you're about, at, oh, approximately 10 degrees of, uh, well, 8 degrees of, of Aquarius right now, and, or in your birth, and... Uh, I don't see anything in the stars, anything in the planets that would prohibit you from getting this job. Um, of course, there are times that are better than other times. Um, I'll let Jorianne go ahead with that one. I'm not. I don't see anything in the stars that's going one way or the other right now with you. Um, Esther, this feels like it might take um, you. You might get a call back, but for some reason, it feels like things are going to take like a little longer to get this um, get things pulled together uh, with this job. And it feels like you're completely qualified. It feels like they like they said they love you, but it almost uh-huh. feels like there's a little bit of red tape going on at this uh, location, and I think that's what you're going to have to deal with. Oh, okay. Red, what's, red, what's red tape? Well, I just want to know what's that. Like politics. Oh, sometimes political things in the background. Sometimes they, you know, they can't get to the uh, hiring right away. Things like that. So I would okay. think that's something that you might have to deal with. But do feel comfortable with calling us and letting us know how it turns out. Okay. All right. And I and I see we've got a couple more callers, Dave. So let's let's try to get a couple of people here. Okay. Um, the, you know, in between here, Dave, what are some of the famous um, Scorpios, Scorpios that you know? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Uh, Richard Dreyfus, the actor. Remember he was oh, in Jaws? Him. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's a Scorpio. Uh, okay. Winona, Winona Ryder is also a Scorpio. Okay. She's another actress. You remember Gracie Slick from uh, Jefferson Airplane, the lead singer? I don't. She's a... Uh, oh, okay. Well, she's... Um, she was big in the 60s, a big rock star. And what about Madonna? She, Madonna's a Leo. Oh, oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, she likes to be on stage and up front. Uh, Henry Winkler, remember him, the Fonz? Oh, yes. He's a Scorpio. These are all actors. Uh, yes. Burt Lancaster goes way back. Charles Bronson, they're both Scorpios. Remember, I don't know if you remember Walter Cronkite, the great uh, uh, newscaster on CBS way back in the yes, 50s I and do. 60s. He was a Scorpio. Yes, I do. So those are some of them. Hey, Dave, I think there's a question that just popped into my head that I've never asked you before, ever. Okay. All right. Ready? Okay. Go ahead. This just popped into my head. So we have different times. We have different... You know, we have we have 12 different astrology signs, right? Astrological Correct. signs. Are there certain weather conditions or catastrophic things that can happen, more likely to happen during one sign versus during another sign? I, that just popped into my head. Uh, well, weather is primarily connected with the movement of the planets. Now, the planets do rule certain signs, but mm-hmm. uh, Neptune aspects have a lot to do with weather conditions, and okay. if there's a difficult, if there's a difficult uh, uh, Neptune aspect going on, there isn't right now, but if there is, it can mean um, weather predictions that are uh, quite unpredictable in a way, not so much like Uranus unpredictability, but more like Neptune is just like kind of blindsides you, you know? And so, like, there have been some really difficult snowstorms and thunderstorms and uh, very intense weather like that under Neptune aspects, but also Uranus. Now, Uranus is the planet that rules the sign of Aquarius. And Uranus Uranus and Aquarius are the planet and sign, they go together, that are very, it's very, very unpredictable. And okay. sometimes things come up suddenly, unpredictable, and pre- unpredictably, and that usually has to do with the difficult Uranus aspect. So it's not so much the signs as it has to do with the planets themselves. So if you now, this is even a crazier question: Can do people, or can people do a chart on planet Earth? So, and I'm, again, it's just popping into my head. But so, can you guys kind of predict? When these cataclysms are going to happen, like when 9/11 happened, was there any sign, according to astrology, that something catastrophic was going to happen to our sure our, there, our uh, United States or yeah, I, and I talk about this when I give talks. I occasionally give talks on what's coming up for planet Earth, both geophysically or politically or culturally cultural wise, mm-hmm. and the the movement of planets and the aspects of the planets. The aspects are the relationship between planets. And sometimes these relationships are difficult relationships. Uh, I remember, for instance, um, going back a little ways here, 
we had the you remember the um earthquake in Japan uh yes. I think Pluto Pluto had just if I'm if I'm correct here I have to check the ephemeris but I believe Pluto was going into Capricorn around that time that we had that a major earthquake in Japan and Capricorn is uh no it wasn't Pluto it was Uranus squaring Pluto that's what it was Uranus okay. has been in Aries it's been making a what we call a square aspect to Pluto and Capricorn and that's a very interesting combination because Pluto and Capricorn Capricorn is the earth you see and Pluto okay. rules the under regions of the planet like caves and underneath the surface of the planet and oh. uh, tectonic tectonic plates and so Pluto yeah. and Capricorn uh Many astrologers have predicted a rise in earthquake activity, and there has been since it's gone wow. into Scorpio back in 20. Or, I mean, Cap, Pluto has gone into Capricorn back in 2010. And now okay. Uranus is in Uranus is in Aries, and it's making a square to Pluto. So we're having this disruption effect uh, on the planet. So that's one aspect that can cause these things. You know, I had. I had no idea that um, that as an astrologer you could actually look at the planet and predict that. So I'm glad that popped in my head. Thank you for that. Thank you for yeah. explaining that. Uh, let's let's go back to the lines and see who we have next. Okay. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Uh, my name is Patricia. Patricia, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in the Southwest. Okay, Southwest works for me. <laughs> what question do you have, Trisha? Well, um, Dave, I have a question. I'm I'm an Aquarian. My birthday's one twenty four, and okay. um, I was born with uh, Venus in Sagittarius, and I'm just okay. wondering uh, what is going to happen to me <laughs> when Scorpio goes into Sagittarius. A lot of Changes happened when um, uh, Saturn went into Scorpio. I got a divorce, and mm-hmm. so many changes happened to me. Do you know and, you you seem to know your chart, right? Yeah, and Sagittarius is my fourth house. Okay, do you know uh, what? what, to what do you know what degree your Venus is at? In no, I don't. I don't have that. I think it's okay. right in the middle somewhere. All right. Well, Saturn is going to Saturn is going to go from Scorpio into Sagittarius, as I said, on the 24th, and Venus moves very fast. Um, so I'm I'm sorry, Venus. Yeah, well, Venus moves very fast. Saturn moves very slowly. Saturn is going to be going through the first three or four degrees of Sagittarius, and then it's going to come back. So Saturn's not going to be going over your Venus for quite some time. But remember this: when Saturn goes over someone's Venus, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person is going to break up with somebody. First of all, if they're single, if they're not with somebody, it can indicate the beginning of a new relationship, be it a very serious relationship, you know, the, the nature of that relationship, because Saturn is very serious. But whenever you make it, here's the thing that people should remember about Saturn, because Saturn is going to be making this transition, very important transition from Scorpio the Sagittarius, it's been challenging for Scorpios and Tauruses especially for the past, oh, three, two and a half, three years. 
And now Sagittarians and their opposite sign, Geminis, are going to be challenged. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean bad, but they're going to have some more serious challenges. So when Saturn goes over Venus or your Sun or your Mercury or any of your personal planets, be careful of the decisions that you make because when you make those decisions, they could be long, long-lasting. Because don't forget, Saturn also has to do with Kronos, and Kronos means chronic, and so long-term effect can take place when Saturn goes over a planet in your chart. So I don't know exactly when Saturn's going to go over your Venus. I don't think it's going to be for a while yet. But when it does, uh, you may make a serious commitment in a relationship. And that's not, it's not a bad thing. It can be a good thing. But you have to be very, very sure that if it's a long-term relationship, which usually it is with Saturn, you, make, you have to make sure it's the right person, okay? Okay. Now, I don't know yeah. what the rest of your chart is, but you're, you're an early degree Aquarius. And one thing I can tell you that's going to be coming up for you is in January, Venus is going to go into Aquarius. So Venus, and it moves very fast, but Venus is going to be going over your sun sign, which is very nice. That's going to be probably the first couple of weeks of January. That's, that's a really nice, loving, sociable, friendly, outgoing kind of uh, aspect that you have coming up in January. Okay. Yeah, Trisha, thank you so much for calling in tonight, and uh, we want to make sure that we get to the rest of our callers right now. So are you ready for another call, Dave? Let's go. All right. Hey, caller, welcome to the show. Uh, Yes, hello? Yes, hi, who is this? Uh, Alfina. Alfina? Yes. Hey, you see that? And where are you calling from, Athena? Uh, Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Did you have a question for Dave, or what's on your mind? Uh, yes. I'm wondering um, when me and my current partner are going to reconcile. Okay. What is your What is your birth sign, Alfina? Uh, I am a Sagittarius. Okay, and. When's your birthday? Uh, December 8th. December 8th, okay. Um, which means you're probably at about 18 degrees of Sagittarius, your sun sign. And as I mentioned, Saturn is going into Sagittarius. But it's not going to hit the 17-degree point for quite some time, probably another year or year and a half or so. Um, which that in itself, Saturn over your a person's sun sign, can indicate a long-term, for a woman, if it goes over her son, it can mean a long-term commitment or, like you say, reconciliation with a partner. Uh, But it also can mean a breakup, too. It all depends on where the relationship is at. Now, this isn't going to be for a while. It could be another year, year and a half. So I know that's a long time to wait, and there's a lot of, probably a lot of other things going on in your chart. I'm... And we're going to reconcile. I'm just wondering, like, right now there's a lot of, um, I guess, intense things going on, not just with my relationship. but um, And I'm wondering, like, when will things kind of, I guess, calm down? Okay. Um, like, astrologically. Uh, okay. Well, for one thing, you're going to have, this month, later this month, you're going to have an into next month and 
Jupiter is going to go retrograde. It's going to come back. But Jupiter is in Leo. And it's probably right now, or has been just this past month, you've had some opportunities. I don't know if you've used them, because Jupiter has been trining your sun sign. And that's usually good for building one's confidence. Did you have um, an opportunity that may have slipped by these last couple of months? Um, no. <laughs> in in your work or in relationships? No. No? Okay. Um, but it's going to come back. It's going to go down. It's going to retrograde, I should say, and then it's going to come back. And I would say probably in March. Looks, It's going to be like 12, 13, 14 degrees of Leo. You're going to be trining your sun sign. That's a good aspect. So March... I know March is a long ways off, but it's going to be doing some good things with to your sun, sun sign in uh, Sagittarius. So that should be more positive, more optimistic for the future. And that's going to be that sounds like it's going to be something uh, really to look forward to for uh, for Athena too, Dave. So that's uh, yes. that sounds like good news. Uh, yes, so it again, is. Athena, let us know what happens and uh, give us a call. Um, and you're, you guys, everyone's always welcome to give us a call back uh, to ask uh, Dave another question. Now, Dave, you're going to be here um, at the last week um, in November, correct? Right. I'll be here. Okay. And what will we be talking about then? Well, then we're going to be moving into the sign of Sagittarius just before then. Uh, actually, the sun moves into Sagittarius on the 23rd of this month, just before Thanksgiving. So it'll be in Sagittarius by then, so we'll be talking about uh, the fire sign of Sagittarius. Good, yeah, because my daughter is also born the same day Athena was, and uh, December 8th, so I think that's that's pretty fun. And she also has yeah. a very amazing long-term relationship, so I'm not sure what her chart looks like, but when you were saying long-term, I was like, yep, that's my daughter. That's yeah. my daughter. Well, so let's see who we have on next. And I, w- I just want to make sure that we get to all of our callers, of course. Okay. Okay, okay caller? Hi. Hi, who is Hello. this? This is Gina. Hey, Gina, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, my question is, um, I have a um, a gig coming up this Saturday, um, no, this Sunday, and it's dealing with my passion, and I just want to see will it go very well for me that maybe I would get more opportunities. Uh, what kind of gig is it? It's a makeup artist. Oh, okay. And what is your sun sign? Capricorn. And you know your you know your what is your birthday? January eighth. Okay, so you're on 18 degrees of Capricorn. Um, Capricorns are going to be having a good year because Jupiter eventually is going to go into to Virgo, but it's not going to go into Virgo until later in the year of 2015. You got Pluto trining your sun sign, has been trining your sun sign, but it's, I mean I should say it will be trining your sun sign. So with Jupiter in, in Virgo and Pluto in Capricorn, you got some things coming up. Now I don't know about this weekend because you, you mentioned. Um, you got some. You have a gig coming up, but you do have Mars in Capricorn right now, and it's probably on your sun sign. 
or very near it. So I'll put it this way. You're going to have a tremendous amount of energy for this gig that you're going to be doing, this makeup artist. So it should bode well. At least you're going to feel like you've done a really good job. You've dealt with a lot of people. I think it should be a good weekend in terms of what you do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then, Gina, I just want to add for you that, um, and thank you, Dave, for that. I see a lot of really great things coming up for you career-wise also. And, again, is it going to be, um, you know, is it going to be specifically this weekend? I think this weekend is going to give you the opportunity to network, get to know more people, okay. meet more people. And I see this gradually and progressively getting much greater for you. So I want to share that with you, okay? Oh, that's so awesome. Thank stay with, you. Stay with what you're doing, and you should be you should be fine this year. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, That's awesome news. Thank yeah, you. Let us know what happens, honey. I sure will. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. You bet. Bye-bye. You know, that's so exciting, Dave, especially when we can see somebody that's in a specific field. And because mm-hmm. uh, some people right away, they want to know, uh, should I change a job? This isn't working out. Uh, or it's not going in the direction I want it to. And yet, uh, sometimes it's not a matter of that, but it's a a matter of hanging in there because sometimes it's the energy that's going to shift and it's going to then take them to a much higher plateau in the the, current career that they do have. Yeah, and she's a Capricorn too, and usually Capricorns are one to stay with things because of their their, their planetary ruler is Saturn. (coughs) Excuse me. So Saturn is about commitment. So mm-hmm. Capricorns don't give up easy. So you know if they hang in there, and she stays with it, she should be, she should have a good year. So I've got to tell you, strangely enough, um, Athena was born on one of my daughter's birthdays. Uh, Gina was born on another daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. I was like, oh, so if we get the third person calling. That's gonna be pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> my other that's right, Terry. Terry is born. Terry is a Capricorn, I know. Yes, and you know Terry. She's uh, Terry is an amazing person. She's a yep. Reiki master healer teacher. Very determined. Very mm-hmm. focused. She loves what she does. She's very passionate about her work. Yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that sounded just like Gina. Very much into this, and you could feel her energy. You could feel Gina's yeah. energy just. Loving this, and you could hear that she's going to make this happen for herself. So I'm very excited for Gina. It's very exciting. I am too. Yeah, that's she's going to have a good year. Yes. All right. Let's who we see who we have online. Hello. Caller. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Hello. Stacy. 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 Where are you calling from, ma'am? I'm Florida. Florida, welcome, welcome. Tell, please tell Mickey that I said hello down there, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's on your mind, honey? Finances, money. <laughs> Stacy, right, when, when were you born? When were you born? Twelve sixteen. Okay, so you're you're a Sagittarius, late degree Sagittarius. Uh, what's going on with your finances right now? It's shaky. I don't have, I mean, the career is, like, shaky. Everything is, like, you know, not solid. I'm sad to say. Are you working? 
Yes, but they cut the hours drastically. Um, Have you been thinking about changing jobs? Yes, but I can't find another one just yet. Okay, but I would stay with that because you got Jupiter is in Leo. Mm-hmm. It's trining. It's making a nice trine to your sun sign this month and next month. Mm-hmm. Um, stay with the the job search because they're uh, at the very least you're making even if you don't land something right away you're making you're, you're out there you're making contacts. Uh, you're it's a good time for you to interview with Jupiter trining your sun. People are going to say, wow, that she's very impressive. So, um, and it's going to give you a good experience. That that in itself, going on a job interview or j- interviews, is good experience for people because it gives them the confidence. And this is a confidence builder these next couple of months for your Jupiter training your sun sign. I don't know if I necessarily see you landing something right away, but if you stay with it, it'll it'll happen for you soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Stacy, I get that you're going to have a couple of different jobs going on at one time, ma'am. Even if it's like, say, if you have this job and then you say, "Oh, I'm going to sell Avon or Tupperware," you know, it feels like you'll be doing like um, different like sales things as well that'll uh, also right. help financially. Does that make I sense do that for you? Now. I try to juggle. Yeah. Yeah, you need to Good. branch out. You need to branch out. Don't just stay with one thing. You know, maybe a couple things. I agree with Jorianne there that you need to diversify and try different things because you could have income coming in from uh, a couple of different places at this time. Yeah. Okay. Positively. Well, good luck, honey. Let us know what happens, okay? Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You betcha. Oh, well. Bye. 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 All right. That's that's really good news. And uh, yeah. And it's interesting, Dave, that we're both picking up the same information. I pick it up psychically, and you can see it through the stars. And, and that's what I love mm-hmm. about uh, about your work as well. You know, and I always tell people, if they're not, if they come to me for a reading, but they're not sure that what I've told them makes sense, if they want confirmation, then go to a psychic, a really good psychic. And I, w- I can recommend, of course, I would recommend you. But, I mean, there would mm-hmm. be... You know, if you go to an astrologer and then a psychic or vice versa, if they're both good at what they do, they should be on the same page and they should be in the same wavelength. And they would yeah. give that person sort of confirmation of what they've already been given. And I do the same thing. When I'm when I'm picking up the information, I tell people, this is what I'm getting. But then I also say, and I, I of course I share your number with people, you know, I see when certain things um, are going to be happening and it's always nice to have an astrology chart done to show, you know, what upsets yep. are being caused by certain planets and certain houses, you know, right. things like that. And sometimes it will give a little more explanation of why they're up against the wall or when this will break free and stuff like that, you know. Exactly. I, mean, I can see it psychically, but it's fun to have it shown in your chart. Yeah, the psychic usually can feel the energy for the person but they don't always know exactly when it's going to happen, and that's where astrology comes in because it's very good in terms of timing. Yes. So to have you the know, two of those time, working together talking, is powerful. Talking about our timing, you know, we were going to have one more caller, and I know our time is running uh, running behind. So, Dave, I want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight. And would you please share your um, your website again? Yes, it's www.planetaryvibrations.com. And or they can contact me through my email, which is astrogunning 
at sbcglobal.net. If they want a reading or if they have a question about astrology, just just feel free to contact me. Thank you. And, of course, everyone, you guys know, uh, we appreciate everyone calling into the show. And if you would like a more in-depth reading, please give me a call. And that number is 219-940-9292. Check us out on coffeepsychic.com. We're going to go to our last caller here then. And uh, we we will see you guys for sure right here next week at blogtalkradio.com. Let's see who we have on the line. Hey, welcome to the show. Who's calling in? Farida. Farida, how are you? Good, thank you. Hey, thanks for uh, calling. So what question do you have on your mind, honey? Okay, my birthday is May 6th, and my question is regarding my love life. I've had a really bad seven years of relationships, and so I oh. want to know if there's going to be a change soon. Okay. Well, yeah, because you know, you're Taurus, and Saturn... Taurus has had it rough, too, not just Scorpios. They're, they're the opposite sign of Scorpio. And when it affects one sign, it always affects the opposite sign as well. So Saturn has been opposing your sun sign that, these last few years, and that's why it's been difficult in terms of relationships. So, But the good news, as we've been talking about here tonight, is Sag- Saturn is going into Sagittarius around Christmas Eve, and it's going to go into Sagittarius. Now it's going to come go in and out of Sagittarius. It's going to come back to Scorpio for a little while, but when it once when it once and for all goes into Sagittarius, which is in not until September of 2015, it's going to be there for three years. Now, so I think the good news for you is that Saturn is going to be leaving Scorpio. It's going to go into Sagittarius, and you're going to feel something lift. Okay. And things okay. should should slowly get better. I don't know your whole chart, but I know just by your sun sign it's been rough. Oh, it's been horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's been really bad. <laughs> really bad. Now, I'm talking to someone, but I don't know if, if Dorianne, if, if you pick anything up from personally, that. Personally, what I'm getting, honey, honestly, is I think, um, you know how sometimes we have Mr. Right for right now rather than Mr. Right forever? Right. I like the person you're talking to. Now, I'm not sure if this is going to be like the one, but, oh, my God, it feels like this person is very supportive, very caring, nurturing, a really good person. And I think Mm -hmm. you can have a lot of fun right now with this person. Okay. And I I would go with this person. I think I'd have a very good time. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. You are welcome. so welcome. You have a great night. And, and everyone else, thank you so much Thanks. for listening. Dave, I'm sending you great big hugs, and I can't wait to talk to you uh, at the end of this month. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, Dave. Okay. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.